ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on Wisconsin On Demand is brought to you by Canopy Wealth Management, helping you achieve your financial goals with confidence. Canopy Wealth Management. Care. Competence. Clarity. It's not just a tagline. It's a promise. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started today. Doors light. Pella windows and doors of Wisconsin. I'm Alex Strofe live. 1201 Regent Street. Beautiful morning here in Madison, Wisconsin. The greatest college football town in the world. We're in the shadow of Camp Randall Stadium. And there's some history going on today as I am joined by a man who's made plenty of history himself. He's a former NFL punter, former Wisconsin punter, one of the greatest fake plays in the history of Wisconsin football. The great Brad Nortman with me. Brad, good morning. How are you, my friend? Good morning. I'm doing great. Uh, this is what I needed. I think this is yep. what the team needed. I think we needed a little bit of Madison in our life. We needed to get back to our roots. Yes. We needed to get back to the confines, <laughs> the warm confines of Camp Randall Stadium. Yeah. And um, I think we're going to ball out today. I think we're going to have a good day. Uh, we're going to get into that a little bit later. But what more could you ask for than a 11 a.m. kickoff? Camp Randall Stadium. Let's just get after it early. Why not, right? Why, why, why wait? Why not? Let's just chug some Coors Lights. Let's, let's right. really get after it. No, hold on. Uh, Brad Nortman, I need to set the scene. Rocking a backwards Coors Light hat. I don't even know how to describe the sunglasses on your face, but they are fantastic. I mean, they're aviators, but they're from like the 80s. It's it's peak cool is what it is. I mean, I, I I'm I'm bringing the cool factor back to to punters and to uh, special teams and to to Madison itself. It's they're blue aviators. They're reflective. There's there's some gold in there. There's some black in there. I'm just trying to cover all my bases. Yes, you are. It is unbelievable. I stepped out of the parking garage about an hour ago, Brad, to head down here on Regent Street as we get ready for kickoff between Wisconsin and Illinois. This is ESPN Wisconsin College game day across ESPN Wisconsin, 94.5 ESPN in Milwaukee, 100.5 ESPN right here in Madison. And I smelled the overwhelming sensation of maple syrup. We have not had an 11 a.m. kickoff yet, as you mentioned, Brad. Uh, So people making breakfast out here. I love to smell it. I mean, what better food to start an 11 a.m. kickoff game? If you're going to be out here at 7, 8 a.m., you might as well get some flapjacks. You might as well get some nice maple <laughs> syrup, and you might as well enjoy it. I mean, I like it. I think that's a great way to start the day. And it feels like fall, right? It feels like fall today. It's crisp in the air. It's October. Crisp. It's October, and the, the leaves are starting to change colors. It's just all the senses are on fire today, Alex. All the senses are on fire. Brad Nortman is on fire today. <laughs> <laughs> so we get ready to play Brad Nortman's former head coach, Brett Bielema, of course, the head coach of the Illinois Fighting Illini. 3-1 and one on the season, coming to Madison to take on the 2-2 two and two Wisconsin Badgers. Uh, but, Brad, I don't really want to talk about the game yet. We'll get into that later. I want to talk about Coach Bielema. Obviously, you played under him during your time here at Wisconsin, playing for the Badgers. I uh, spent quite a few seasons here and had some great success here, as uh, those were the teams, of course, you were a part of, Brad. So when you reflect on Bielema's time, here at Wisconsin. How do you think he's going to be uh, welcomed back today? Will it be a, a plethora of boos? Will he be cheered? How do you think he's welcomed back? I think it'll be mostly boos. Just the, <laughs> just the, the homecoming. I, I, I'll say I wish it wasn't the case, right? I, I love me some Coach Bielema. Um, I owe him a lot, right? He offered me, um, hey, 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 we're seeing all a bunch of people on the streets here. That's my mom and dad, actually. Oh, nice. Um, yep, they're going to be joining the tailgate. So, you know, we... Um, 
I, I love Coach Bielema. He has done uh, – he gave me my opportunity to play here. And he, he helped take a program that was being handed off by a legend, an absolute right. legend. And that's not, that's not easy to do. Those are not easy shoes to fill. So I think um, time has helped. I think if this was two – if Arkansas came back here and played two years after the Ooh. departure, he, he, might be, he might not be allowed to step in the stadium. <laughs> but I think, I think today it'll be soft booze. Um, I think it'll be not as poorly received as some think. And I, th- I think his time here – was full of success. Totally. I think it was um, it was one of the great stretches of Wisconsin football, and I think that you know what uh, what Coach Chris is doing, and obviously how what Coach Alvarez started. He just kept on that tradition. The the fact that Paul Christ has now coached as many games exactly as Brett Bielema did in Wisconsin is absolutely insane. He has one less win, one more loss, and will look to tie the amount of wins Brett Bielema had as the head coach of Wisconsin today against Brett Bielema. It's very odd how that works out. You can't write this kind of stuff. No, you can't. I, I mean, it, it's beautiful the way it's working out, and, and I'm excited for the team. I, I really am excited to see how they've responded over the last couple weeks. As, as we've talked about, we've heard over the over the last week or so, a lot of these players that actually play on the team, they're too young to remember Coach Bielema and the time yeah. there, and maybe it's an afterthought, but that's what's interesting, right? I think this means more to Coach Christ. It means more to uh, the coaching staff. Uh, than it does to the players as far as how Coach Bielema is entered into the equation. Yeah, no, you're absolutely spot on. Braylon Allen talked about it earlier this week, said, yeah, I was like eight years old when he coached here, which made me feel really old, Brad. Because, like, I was – I'm a young dude by all means, but I totally remember the Bielema era. I remember Monte Ball and James White and Melvin Gordon tearing it up. I remember uh, Russell Wilson obviously playing under Bielma. I remember a really good fake punt by some guy whose name I can't remember. Yeah, uh, forgettable, very yeah, forgettable. Very forgettable. <laughs> uh, of course, you, Brad. <laughs> yes. um, but I, I'm just fascinated by this return because it's not often you get this in college football, right? A, a head coach leaving a program now going back to play there. And we'll see this regularly, imagining that Bielema is able to hang on this job for a couple of years. They beat him in Illinois last year. Now Illinois comes to town this year led by head coach Brett Bielema. What's, uh, what, we'll do this throughout the program today, but give me a Brett Bielema story. What's something that sticks out to you during your time with him? I've got a lot of really good stories. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave a couple of my favorite for a little bit later in the show. Good. But good I, told, I told you, yeah, absolutely. I told this one uh, yesterday on, on Rutledge and Hamilton uh, that I guess hosted with Jim Rutledge. So my first Big Ten game was at Michigan. Okay? Yep. So... <clears throat> Big house, we go there, we're pretty highly ranked, and Coach Bielema, right? You're, this is a theme that I'm actually going to incorporate later in the program. Oh, here he's, we a, go. he's a bit of a risk taker, yes, right? He is. He's a bit of a yes. guy that he's willing to roll the dice, he's aggressive, he's confident, he's a risk taker. It's given him a lot of success, right? So, as a, as a freshman punter, true freshman punter, we go to the big house, he implements this fake that when we cross the 50 yard line, we go from a punt formation, we shift into an offensive formation. I'm, I'm under center, right? Oh, I'm putting yes. my hands yes. underneath the log snapper, I, something I never need to do again if I don't have to. But I'm up there, and the fake was where I do a hard count, right? I do a hard count, try to draw them off sides. And if, and if, they, if we, they don't jump off sides, no problem. We'll just take the delay of game, and we'll punt it away. But he was pretty confident they would. So in Wednesday practice, when we you know implement the um, – the, the, the play, and we start practicing on it. He's like, you know, give a good hard count, Brad. So I go up there. I'm not terribly confident with it. And I'm a, Let know, me hear. a freshman. So at first, at first, it was like, hut, 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 hut. Just like, 
No, no, no voice, I know, Bradley. I know. So that's what he says. He says, Nortman, you need to use some bass, son. Put some <laughs> bass in your voice. So I go there, and then and you know, he does it. He does like a, you know, he goes behind center, and he does a hard count. I'm like, okay, I'm going to recreate that. So then, you know, the whole rest of the time, I'm, I'm harboring my inner Brett Favre at the time, right? <laughs> and uh, so I give a good, you know, uh, and I worked on that throughout the week. Sure enough, we show up on Saturday. We call the play. We get into punt formation. We shift into the, uh, the offensive formation. I get up there, and I give a heck of a hard count. And I really, I give the head fake. I give some <laughs> just deep, deep, you know, uh, bass in my voice. They leap You're over the, the line of scrimmage and run off the field. And if Coach Bielema, like, meets me at the numbers, <laughs> and he says, you used some bass, didn't you, son? So it Use just came. Use some bass, son. <laughs> Use some bass. So that was a good Brett Bielema story. Oh, that's great. I, got, I got a lot more that's coming from. No, that's fantastic. He's Brad Nortman. I'm Alex Strofe. It is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Hanging out live on Regent Street as we get ready for Wisconsin and Illinois down the street at Camp Randall Stadium. If you're coming to town, walk past us. Say hello. We're right next to the sidewalk. Uh, and that's why Brad's getting distracted. We both might have ADD, so I yeah, mean, that's this, right. This, this might be a lot. Our long heads are on a swivel. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt about it. Yeah, we're, we're good at that. So saying hello to all the people walking past, getting ready for this one. Super exciting stuff. We've already got like 300 of our closest friends here at our tailgate, uh, taking down the food from Liberty Stra- Station, crushing the Coors Lights at nine in the morning. I mean, come on, it doesn't get much better than this. ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day is brewed. By Coors Light. When you need to refresh on game day, choose the beer that is as cold as the Rocky Mountains. Cold filtered, cold lagered, and cold packaged for peak refreshment. When the mountains are blue, you know what to do, and that is crush a Coors Light 2022 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. That was a uh, that was a Jameson truck that just drove that by. That was. Honking. No and wonder now, it was so aggressive. And now we've got the, the Aaron Snug two-decker uh, bus walking by. Now you can hear the pep band right behind us. I mean, come on now. It's a party. It's not stop. It's good to have it back uh, in Wisconsin, obviously, last week, going to Columbus, Ohio in the in the shoe and uh, losing. So good to be back in Madison. It is good to be back. I think we needed it. The band, the band's bringing the energy. Yeah, they are. You feel, you feel the thud of that drum right there? That was good, man. That was good. I'm fired up. Let's go, pep band. Let's go, let's let's go, go band. pep band. Let's go, baby. Let's go. We're fired up here on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. All right, real talk now. Um, the Badgers need to win today. They do. I mean, we're you know we're talking last week about a very tough Ohio State team, and they go out there and they honestly they get their their doors blown off, right? But it, it wasn't to be unexpected, right? I mean, they're a good team. We know that it's a tough place to play, but this is a game that Wisconsin should win every year, no matter what the state of the program is. A home Big Ten West game against an unranked opponent. Now, I think Illinois. This Illinois team is better than the Illinois teams we know of the past. Oh, for sure. Right, so they're improved, and they're they're going to be well-coached, and I think he's going to come out with a couple wrinkles. But this is a game we need to win. And um, the more convincing the fashion, the better. I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. No, 100%. And I think after what we saw last week, right, I mean, you need a bounce-back game. You, you saw it a couple weeks ago when they lost to Washington State, rebounded against New Mexico State with a huge offensive performance. Uh, we've talked about it plenty this year, Brad. Bulletin board material is real. Um, and I, I think Ben Brust, and we'll hear from him a bit later, but uh, he put it best in an epic rant earlier this week. He said, to be only a seven-point favorite against Illinois is embarrassing. Yeah. Right, Brad? Because if you reflect on the time you were here, you guys were never seven-point favorites against the fighting Illini because they weren't fighting very hard. <laughs> right. 
No, they weren't. I mean, they they weren't a team that really put much fear in your hearts, and you kind of you went into it and you thought it was a game where you could just you could implement your game plan and you can trust it. And there was really no question mark, at least us going into the game as to who would be victorious. But I think a little bit of doubt has creeped in into our minds, and maybe we're not taking those games as uh, as gr for granted as we used to. Um, but this is a game to show them wrong, and I think as a as commentary on um, Ben Brust's rant, I mean, I think it's just reflective of a lot of, of how the alumni are feeling, right? We, so. we take a ton of pride in our athletics, specifically football and basketball, and specifically football. We're a football university, absolutely, and um, love our love our basketball program. But this is this is our marquee um, sport and team and time of the year. So I, I think it's just reflective of frustration that uh, that the, the program has given the alumni, the fans, and um, it's still semi-early. Um, no day like today to turn it around, and I think they will. I think if there's any day to come out here and do it, I mean, there are so, there's so much to play for. Coach Bielema's return, you know, Coach Chris to match Coach Bielema's win totals, yeah. a home game, Big Ten West. I mean, you just you just go down the line, and, then, and at the, the top of it all is just let's just regain our confidence and our manhood. <laughs> our confidence and our manhood. I did not see that last word coming by the great Brad Nortman here on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. To your point before we get to a break, Brad, uh, this is where it matters, right? Like, you're still in it for the Big Ten West. Despite your 2-2 two and two record, you could still win the Big Ten West very easily, in fact. You're very much still in it. And uh, all you got to do is give yourself a chance. Get in the Big Ten Championship game. You're probably playing Ohio State again. You're probably getting blown out again. But getting there is the important part, right? At least you give yourself a chance to get there. So a win today and, a, and many wins, obviously, moving forward throughout the remainder of the regular season. Super important to get Ws and keep yourself atop the Big Ten West leaderboard because Minnesota, as much as I think their head coach is an absolute chump <laughs> um, and goofball, like I'm just not a P.J. Fleck guy, they're a good program. They, they are a good program, and you are starting to see some of the culture that he's implemented um, start to come to fruition. I don't think they're going to be a pushover at all. I think it's going to be tough to regain the axe. However, I don't want to look too far ahead, but each week you look going forward, all very winnable games. Uh, totally. All very winnable games. All games we should win, and all games that our team is expecting to win. Right, Given everything that's happened over the last two or three weeks, our team expects to win those games. I know they would say that. Um, coaches all the way down to the players, they would say that. So, and if we do, if we run the table and we go to the Big Ten championship game and probably have a similar, maybe keep it a little closer against Ohio State, I don't think any fan would look and be upset. That would be what nine and three. Yeah, that'd be that'd be right in line with expectations and all so. all. Um, all ill will that we're currently feeling, all frustration we're currently feeling, yeah. I think it would dissipate. I think you're spot on. He's Brad Nortman. I'm Alex Strope at ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Brewed by Coors Light and presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I'm going to tell you about the big trailers and the big opportunities at Stoughton Trailers. And big just got even bigger with starting pay now $18 an hour and up at Stoughton Trailers at their locations in Broadhead, Evansville, and Stoughton. They're looking for assemblers, welders, forklift drivers, and more. For open opportunities at Stoughton Trailers, go to their website, stowjobs.com. That's S-T-O-Jobs.com. Stoughton Trailers, big trailers, big opportunity. Hunter Vaughn is here in person because he's having a big old Saturday. So we're flipping around our formatting a little bit. Hunter Vaughn's going to join us next to play Ooh. Pella Window into the opponent, Brad and I. 
will try to compete against Hunter, who's five trivia questions for us. You guys went 0-5 last week when I asked the questions, it's so ugly. I felt bad for you. I'm joining the team. And we need you. And need Hunter's going to compete against us. That's coming up next. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, brewed by Coors Light, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. The countdown to kickoff continues next. You're listening to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Rolling on live from Regent Street across ESPN Wisconsin as we get you ready for Wisconsin and Illinois. Big Ten West play at Camp Randall Stadium just up the road. We're in the shadow of it here at our ESPN Wisconsin tailgate. The Coors Lights are the Liberty Station being taken down. Let me tell you what, man. We're having the time of our lives. The pet band just walked by. Brad Nortman's got the backwards hat aviator game going. I mean, we, are having, cool guy. we are having the time of our life. Excited to be joined now by the usual producer of this program who is just partying it up today. Hunter Vaughn with us now live on Regent Street. Hunter, what are you doing here? I'm just having a good time. It was great this morning. Get out of the parking garage. First thing I see, guy walking down the street, Got a 12-pack of Coors Light, Good. Wisconsin hockey sweater on, and shorts. I tell my wife, it's the most Wisconsin thing I've ever <laughs> yeah, seen, and I love on. this city. That's about it's a, I'll, great. I'll tell you what, Hunter. I, I walked out of the parking garage. I was just telling Brad this. And immediately I just had, like, this overwhelming sensation of maple syrup in my nostrils. It's, right? like it's I, fall. I just, it just reeked of maple syrup on Regent Street, but reek in a good way. Like, yes. not a bad reek, a good reek. But nonetheless, uh, it is time to get into our Pella window into the opponent. What do we know about this week's opponent? I'm a man. I'm 40. Let's get a window into the opponent. Brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Call Gina Della from Pella today at 855-PELLA-WI or schedule an appointment online at PellaWI.com slash radio. How great of a phone number is that? 855-PELLA-WI is the number for Gina Della and her team at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Let them transform your home. You hear Mark Tauscher talk about it. You hear Greg Scalzo talk about it all the time on these very stations. And Gina Della and her team at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, they do it the best. Go to the website, PellaWI.com, or as I said, call that wonderful phone number, 855-PELLA-WI to get started with Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin today. So how we play this is Hunter Vaughn each week comes up with it's five questions. Five. Five multiple-choice questions about Illinois University. Yep. Brad and I will try to come together, put our put our really stupid heads together, yes. and figure this out. We're both geniuses. I, I would never say that. Um, <laughs> Maybe together we can make one brain. Maybe a half. <laughs> Three quarters? Something like that. Anyway, Hunter, let's get into it. Brad and I are going to whoop you this week. Uh, I read these questions last week, as you know. Uh, yep. They went 0 for 5. Yes. We're going to go at least 3 of 5 today. That's uh, my prediction. We got this. Okay. Look, I like it. All of these questions have one specific player in mind. The greatest player in college football history, Red Grange. Rashard okay. Mendenhall. No. Oh, okay. no, no, no. Sorry, sorry. Wrong decade, wrong millennia. <laughs> <laughs> so, Red Grange, running back for the Fighting Illini, wore what number in both college and the NFL? Is it A, 66, B, 77, or C, 33? All right, me and Brad just looked at each other and both shook our heads. Uh, you said he was a running back, right? Yes. But I think 33 is too obvious it's C, Especially given the other numbers. I, 66? Does that sound, does that feel right? 
I'm I, I don't think 77. I was I, leaning 77, but you know what? You're, I, I trust you. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come out swinging, a home run swing, 66. Five Colin, you blew it. Uh, nope. 77. It is 77. All right, we're trusting you next time. All right, trust the gut next time around. We go to question two. We're still gonna get three of these right. I'm still feeling confident. I doubt it. Riding high. Riding On high. October 18th of 1924, Grange accounted for six touchdowns and two interceptions against what school? A. Chicago. B. Michigan. I thought he was or a C. Back. Notre Dame. He threw two interceptions. He, he got two interceptions on, oh, defense. on defense. Wow. He played both ways. Uh, um, all Chicago, right. Michigan, Notre Dame. Chicago. Now that's a that's a football school. He's I not heard. making that up. No. It's Chicago. Final answer. Ooh. Colin? Nope. Oh. Nope. It is Michigan. That game propelled Red Grange to becoming the first superstar of college football. Clean sweep coming. Clean sweep. <laughs> Clean, coming. okay. Yep. That's not I happening. I said we're getting three of five. Clean sweep incoming. Here we go. Number three, Red Grange was given a number of nicknames during his playing career. Which of these was not one of them? A, the Galloping Ghost, B, the Wheaton Iceman, or C, the Gray Ghost? Well, it's one of the I, ghost ones. Yeah, I've heard Galloping Ghost before. So I think Greg Ghost. That, that think, one stood out to me yeah, as well. Yeah, me too. Yep. I Are like, we too confident? Let's, I, no, let's pause. We finally have unity. Calling we a have, timeout. We finally have unity in an answer. I feel good about that. So it's not the Grey Ghost is what we're saying. We're saying that, yeah, his nickname was not Grey Ghost. Correct. The other two yes. were a nickname. All right, final answer. Colin? That is good. Let's go. There you go. No, right on track. Finally get one. Right on track. Come on now. Come on now. Two left. Let's go. <laughs> Number four in 1926, Grange was the last player to play in both a college and NFL game in the same season. What, what? NFL team did he play for? Hold on, slow down. He so are you saying like in October he was playing for Illinois and then by November he was playing yes. for like the Arizona Cardinals? Correct. It was lawless That's back cool. then. That they is literally super cool. they literally made the Red Grange rule because of him for doing this. I love wow. that rule. I That's love unreal. that. Unreal. I did what not a, know that. What a G. Um so I'll give you three options here. Yep. A, the New York Giants, B, the Kansas City Cowboys, or C, the Chicago Bears. All right, so Chicago makes sense locally. Yes. But I feel like it doesn't make enough sense. Yeah. I've never heard of the Kansas City Cowboys. New York, Gi New York Giants and the Bears were both around in the 20s. Important caveat. The uh, Cowboys were in Kansas City at that time. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. I'm learning a lot today. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I agree, Brad. It's right. got to be, I don't know. All right, well, let's think about this. We've got a 33% chance. Let me ask this fine gentleman right here. Hey, sir, just real quick, A, B, or C? C. Let's go with C. C. What's a C? What's C? The Chicago Bears. It makes sense, though, it doesn't does. it? It does. It's 1924, so you're not going across the country, I don't think. Yeah. I'm between that or Kansas City. I, I don't think. Can we do this? Can I eliminate one of the answers and see if that's right? Yeah, I'll allow it because you guys are terrible at this game. All right, thank you. <laughs> Colin, I'd like to eliminate the New York Giants. Am I correct in eliminating the New York Giants is the incorrect answer? That is correct. Okay, okay. so we're down we're to we're Chicago warm. and Kansas City. He told us Chicago. What do you like? I mean, I kind of like Chicago. He didn't know what he was answering, but he sounded confident <laughs> yeah, in he answering did. it. He did. He had a nice so, mustache, too. He did. Chicago Bears, final answer. Colin? 
Let's go! It all comes down to this. It all comes down to this. The final oh, high question. Fives getting really good. <laughs> yeah, that was a really good. Do you guys look at each other's elbows? No, I was. That's just, the key yeah, to a high I five. Looking, looking I was. Lo- I was giving him a deep gaze. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You guys have gotten eyes. to that point already. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That's closeness. Number five in nineteen. 19- Bromance Hunter shows some respect. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. In nineteen thirty-five, Red Grange was the first football player to appear on what? A. A Wheaties box. B, a Broadway musical, or C, Major Bowie's Amateur Hour radio show. Wow. If you're asking me about Major Bowie's Amateur radio show, and we get this wrong because that is the answer, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> I feel really confident about a Wheaties box. I think Wheaties box is right, too. Final answer. Colin? That is Let's go, Brown. The comeback. Three, four, five, like I said we would do. You got nothing on us, Hunter. Call your nothing. shot. After you went Oford last week. Hey, I read the questions last week, so I wasn't even a part Yeah, of but team. you helped with them answering. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Can't disagree <laughs> with that. Hunter Vaughn, Brad Nortman, Alex Struff with you. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, and it is fueled by Mountain Dew. Try Mountain Dew Zero Sugar today. It's zero the sugar, but all of the dew. Mountain Dew is a proud partner of the Wisconsin Badgers. Mountain Dew, do the do. So Hunter, I just want you to explain. Um, I just want you to explain what day you got, what, what kind of day you've got ahead of you today, because it is a big day. You're having a big day. Yeah, two tailgates. Wife and I are here at the Wisconsin College Game Day. We also have another tailgate for her work just down Regent Street. Then we're heading into the game today. After the game, going to head home, change. we got to go and put some blue and yellow on and head to Milwaukee, cheer on the brew crew. Wow. Huge day. Heck of a Saturday. What time are you waking up tomorrow? Are you waking up for that 8.30 game in London? Oh, no way. I probably won't wake up until the 325 game. <laughs> yeah, that, no, that's fair. After after the day you're going to have uh, today. So keep crushing Coors Lights. We appreciate oh, you stopping by. and. Uh, Glad to beat you. Three for five. That's over 50%. Yeah, it's the first time you've beaten me all season. I feel pretty good about that one. Brad Nortman's got a noggin on him. Let me tell you what. <laughs> it's ESPN Wisconsin College game day. We've got a, uh, a scoreboard update, although none of the games have started. Uh, we will fill you in on who is playing today after the break. We will also get into uh, get into some some thoughts on Brett Bielema's fighting Illini. It's all still ahead. It's ESPN Wisconsin College game day. Brewed by Coors Light and presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. The countdown to kickoff continues next. You're listening to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. From L.A. to Piscataway, this is your college football scoreboard update, driven by Metro Ford of Madison. Yeah, it is, and I'm Colin Russo giving you a quick scoreboard update. It is 9.33 in the morning, so unfortunately there was no coming on live. But a lot of Big Ten action coming up today. With the early slate highlighting, you got Michigan, the Wolverines, the 4-0, four, number four ranked in the AP poll, visiting Iowa. That is a big game. Michigan has played basically nobody on their schedule until last week. So you got also Minnesota, Wisconsin's rival, who's playing very well this year at 4-0. They are playing host to Purdue at 11 a.m. too. Later in the day, you got the 2.30 slate highlighting Ohio State hosting Rutgers, a classic Going to take place in Columbus later. you got Penn State hosting Northwestern. Who's ever interested in that? Have a good time watching it. Uh, you got Michigan State visiting Maryland later today. To finish it off at 6.30 on Big Ten Network, you got Nebraska playing host to Indiana. So a lot of Big Ten action coming up as we get into this Brett Bielema, 
a return game in Madison. For those who are interested in the NFL, the Jacksonville Jaguars are going back to Philadelphia. The revenge game. Doug Peterson coming back tomorrow, 12 o'clock. Trevor Lawrence, Jalen Hurts, huge game, NFL football for those who are interested. My name is Colin Russo at the ESPN Park Bank Studios. Coming back after this. Metro Ford of Madison, Madison's trusted Ford dealership. Learn more at MetroFordOfMadison.com. What the hell was that? Did we just have a Jacksonville Jaguars update and a scoreboard update for college football? Give them what they want. Give the people what they want. Give the people what they want, Brad. <laughs> That's right. Colin Russo running the show for us back at the Park Bank ESP at Madison Studio. I'm in stitches, man. I can't do a show right now. What was he? There was like three different moments, right? The beginning of the update. His first ever update, mind you. He starts with, it's 9.30 a.m. Nothing's happening. And then he follows it up with, Rutgers in Ohio State, a true classic. <laughs> he says, for those interested, the Jaguars play tomorrow. Colin Russo, what the hell was that? I, listen, Brad can tell you the same thing. This is what people want. People want to hear about Jalen Hurts, Trevor Lawrence, huge game tomorrow at 12. Brad can tell you all about it. 2-1, huge win last week against the Chargers. Oh, my God. Very much looking forward to that. I mean, you guys want to get into that Packers game with no Mac Jones? Sure. I'm more interested in the Jacksonville Jaguars visiting Doug Peterson, Press Taylor revenge game against the Eagles. Huge game. Who's excited? I know I am. I Turn your mic off. Turn your mic off. I'm put, sick of you. Put the league on notice. Yeah, oh, put my on God. Notice. What is happening? <laughs> what is going on around here? It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. We're brewed by Coors Light and presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. When the mountains are blue, you know what to do, and that is crush a Coors Light. All right, Bradley. Um, I don't know how to transition from that, right? I like to think I'm good at radio. I don't know how to go from the Jacksonville Jaguars back to Brett Bielema, but that's how we're going to do it. Illinois, Wisconsin, Brett Bielema returning uh, back to Madison for the first time since, I believe, 2013 was yeah. his last year in Madison. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he was your head coach when you played here. Uh, let's continue the, the theme of sharing Brett Bielema stories. What do you got up the, up the sleeve? Hold on. Uh, before we do that, when I say up the sleeve, your arms are all cut up because you've been moving. What's going on with that? So I've got what looks like I've been in a deadly knife fight all yeah. over my arms, my feet. It, uh, it's no joke. I look like I put some hair in my chest like I'm a true man. Yeah, right. I feel like hey, I just moved into a new house, um, and it's lovely. Like loving I'm it. a me, true me, man. Me, me, me and me and the wife are loving making a house a home, as they say. And uh, the thing is that the, out, the outdoor spot, right? Beautiful, mature trees. It's great. However, no disrespect to the prior homeowners. They didn't keep the best care of some of these trees. There's these grapevines and buck, buckthorn growing in there. And, <laughs> and they just wanted to let it rip. And I'm just like, you know, now, now that I take the reins, I just say not on my watch. So I go in there. And I'm not going to outsource that, Strofe. I'm just going to... Man be of the house, man. That's right, man of the house. I'm gonna step into the discomfort. So I put on some gloves. I made the mistake of wearing shorts and short sleeves. I had gloves, but as I just stuck my meaty bear claws in there to rip it all out, meaty bear claws. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You heard it here first. As I pulled to pull them all out, the buckthorn and the grapevine had one last laugh, and that was doing their last little attack on my arms and legs. But hey. You're doing I had, all right? I had the last laugh. I'm doing good. It's good. looking great now. It's yeah. looking great. I'm happy to hear that. I'm, Thank I'm you. glad you're enjoying the new the new house. Thank uh, you. Before we get into a Bielema story, I heard you say something. Man of the house. That's right. Are you a handy guy? Uh, I aspire to be a handy guy. Yeah, I How say, about that? I, I don't. I don't. I don't peg you as a, no. a super super handy guy. Um, I, I, I 
I imagine your wife probably a little bit better than you at that kind of stuff. My wife has a focus, a, a determination. Okay. That, like, if something needs to get done, she's going to do it. And so that allows for just pulling up different personality traits and different uh, handy. <laughs> she's right there. She's, she's pulling off a bunch of different... Uh, you know, traits and homeownership things that we didn't even know existed. So she's she's out there killing it. And I'm just trying to keep up. All right, let's let's stop talking about your meaty bear claws and talk <laughs> about Brett Bielema. Uh, when you reflect, obviously, I imagine lots of stories come to mind, right? And we'll talk to Monte Ball in our post game show tonight. Who obviously also played uh, for Brett Bielema, your former teammate. What sticks out? Uh, you told a great story earlier in the program. If you're just joining us, um, about how. You, you had a fake. If you made it past the 50-yard line, you would run up under the long snapper and do right. a hard count to right. draw them off sides, and you did that successfully. Yep. What else you got? What, so what other I'll, I'll, I'll start with a funny one, and then if we have time, I'll move. I got plenty of them. I, mean, we got all, I know we got an hour and a half left, but we're good. So the first one, this one's more funny. So we were hanging out. The specialists are hanging out in the couches in the, in the locker room. We're just watching TV. And, uh, you know, the steam room and sort of all that amenity area, you have to walk through the old locker room. They've totally redone it now. Ours looks like, you know, a high school locker room right. compared to what it is now. So we're sitting there on the couches watching TV. Um, Coach Bielma comes walking through after a session in the steam room, right? So um, we have a kicker. Kicker name's Alec. He was, uh, he was a walk-on from Nebraska. So this is before Nebraska was a part of the Big Ten. This is probably my sophomore year, junior year. So to his credit, Nebraska was not in the Big Ten yet. But he's wearing a Nebraska Cornhusker shirt. Oh, no. Right? So he's in the locker room wearing a Nebraska Cornhusker shirt. Coach Bielema walks by. He pauses. He notices the shirt. He says, Alec, what the hell? <laughs> you, go, you play for the Wisconsin football team. You can't wear a Nebraska shirt. And Alec, without skipping a beat, he points to Coach Bielema's shin, which resides an Iowa Hawkeye tattoo. Oh, really? He says, Coach Bielema, how can you say that to me when you have an Iowa Hawkeye permanent tattoo? Coach Bielema pauses stares at him, turns and walks away. That's the end of the story. So we looked at Alex Touché. and we're like, Touché. Alex's heart was bump bum bump bum bump bum bump bum Just like, should I say it? Should I say it? I'm going to say it. He said it, and he came out victorious. So that was I, that was like the ultimate comeback line, I felt like, for wow. that one. So he does. He has that Iowa Hawkeye uh, tattoo on his shin. I did we, not know this. And we have the Iowa game. He, wear, he likes wearing shorts, too. Um, ironically, another story that leads me into it, um, he just like likes casual clothing, right? So we wear shorts. So you see the Iowa Hawkeye tattoo quite a bit. When uh, when we first met him, when he invited my parents and I to go meet him for a recruiting visit, sure. we walk into his office, and a lot of guys they'll be wearing, you know, a full, you know, either like looking really nice or wearing like full Wisconsin stuff, whatever. Coach Bielema's wearing flip flops, a Hawaiian shirt, <laughs> not shaven. <laughs> And, like, you just woke up. He's like, oh, come on in, Nortman's, come on in, Nortman's. And he just, like, didn't even miss a beat, right? So he's just unashamedly himself, uh, which I appreciate. But when we go to Iowa, we'll talk about this in a couple weeks from playing Iowa. Man, the Iowa fans love to remind him that he's got a tattoo on his chin. Oh, I bet. But Iowa Hawkins. Oh, I would, too. Yeah. So, anyway. Hold on. i gotta, I got I to gotta backtrack just a little bit. So when you went for your recruiting visit, this man is wearing a Hawaiian shirt. It, it wasn't. It was like a Tommy Bahama kind of shirt. It wasn't like a uh, straight out of Maui kind of shirt. Okay. But it was like a Tommy Bahama. It was. It was okay. fall. It was fall camp. I think he's having a little bit of the camp crazies. You know, where you just need something to feel like you can be lifted out of the routine of it. Sure. So my man's wearing flip flops and shorts and a a, to a a colorful Tommy Bahama shirt. 
And, uh, you know, he he was uh, just a casual Coach B. How do your parents react to that? They're like, okay, this is this is the guy that's going to take care of our son for the uh, next four years? I mean, that's a great question. Uh, I, I think I think we all had a laugh, as for one. Like, not like not like in a bad way, but just right. like, well, that was different. <laughs> yeah, but right. I, I think, I mean, knowing my parents, too, like, and me, right? Big decision, right? Where you're going to go to school and all that kind of stuff. And I'll say even from that moment, Coach Bielema was just unapologetically honest, right? Which you appreciate. So many for times sure. you feel like you're being sold, where you're just like, you know, just trying to, you know, be told anything you want to hear to get you to commit. Totally. And um, to the fresh-faced, you know, new recruit. 17-year-old. That's right. right. It's hard to decipher that. But he was just brutally honest. And that wardrobe, I feel like, reflected it. But when we got down to the meat of it and we were hitting him with questions, I mean, he was he was head ball coach. He was. Uh, he gave really good, mature answers, honest answers. So I think we just walked away and appreciated his honesty. And he said, um, I mean, he said something in there I'll never forget. He kind of like took a piece of paper and wrote like a line on a piece of paper, right? And kind of like birth, death, and like life in between. And he like put like a you know the size of like an inch on it. And he's like, this is like your this is your four years in college, right? And he circled it and he said, it's a, it's a super small part of your life, but almost nothing impacts your life going forward like these four years in college. So you have a big decision ahead of you. So I'm just going to be honest with you, and I'm not going to lead you astray. Huh. So I thought that was a great line and uh, a great visual. And um, and I think <laughs> I remember one time, too, to continue with the Brett Bielema honesty theme. <sighs> you know, you, you bring recruits in, and you know you got a team, and you got to figure out who's going to play and who's yeah. going to start, who's going to get playing time. So he's up there with a team meeting. We're talking. And I think, I think some players were pissed off. They weren't getting play time and all this kind of stuff. And I think there was some even mention of Coach B playing favorites. I don't know if that was to the media, to folks like us. I don't know if that was just behind closed doors, but he caught wind of it. So he goes up there and he says, um, you know, I hear, I hear everyone's concerned that I'm playing favorites. He's like, you know, you're, you're damn right I play favorites. My favorites are the best players. 100%. That's who my favorites are. I so I'll play that. my favorites. So he just, he's just himself. And I always appreciated that because in – there's such a salesmanship in college football with recruiting and media and, and people just trying to like cultivate a persona. Sure. He's not he's not interested in that. And I, I give Coach Chris the same credit for that. He's not interested in cultivating no, a, no, no a PJ Fleck persona. Oh, Brian God. Don't Kelly. Even get me started. I just, I want to rev that engine. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, PJ Fleck. Just wait for Minnesota. Wait. I, I always appreciated that about them. They are just themselves. And, and that involves a little comedy, right? That, in, that involves a lot of honesty. And when I'm doing well, he's going to give me a pat on the back. And when I need a in the pants, he'll give that to me too. So I, I, it, I, was, I, was, I enjoyed my time with Coach Pete. Well, I really good, did. Good. No, I can tell. And, you know, just real quick before we get to break, when he left for Arkansas, what was your feeling? I was surprised. Yeah. I was really surprised. Um, he had a great gig. We had such momentum as a program. Totally. Um, he, look. He talked as if he was going to be here for a long time. He did. I think that I, I honestly think that was the intention. I think he did not have any intention to leave. I think he was offered a lot of money, a lot of money, and an SEC and, opportunity. That's right. right? I mean, like, it, it was the opportunity for him to step outside of Barry's shadow, which is a huge shadow. I think the biggest thing that surprised me was they were very close. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Barry and Brett very close on Thursdays. Barry would walk practice with Coach Bielema, and they would talk game plan. They would talk game plan behind the scenes. They were really? very close. They were buddies. Coach Coach Alvarez was present. I wouldn't, not like on the level of a coach, but once a week I saw him. He talked to the team once or twice a year. So um, they were close. I think I think Bielema welcomed it. But Coach Bielema is a he's an alpha. 
Um, he's a big personality. And, um, you know, I just think he wanted to, to forge his own path, um, which I, I when if, if we are given that same opportunity in whatever career we're in, we probably take it. So I was surprised. I was bummed because I, I, I totally. loved it. But um, I also can't really fault him for it. Um, I, I bet you, though, if we were to sit him down and ask him today, yep. after maybe a couple of, couple of drinks, and say, Coach B, be honest, do you wish you never left? His answer is yes. I would say yes. I would say he thinks he probably, knowing what he knows now, probably made a mistake leaving. I, I, I think just looking at where we stand today it would give you your answer, right? Yeah. What's a better gig, Illinois or Wisconsin? Wisconsin. And he's, and he's been a journeyman since then. So, right. And I'm sure he's learned a lot in the NFL and all that kind of stuff, but I just think that he would have loved to have just continued to build the program. And I don't think we'd be in a significantly different place. I don't either. Um, but I... I, I think that relationship, that handing it off, I think it would have felt like his program more and more. Yeah, the well, he was you here. never go through the Gary Anderson phase, right? Exactly. Which set this program back a few years. Sure did. So I, I think if you eliminate that, that time period, I think you still, you're probably still an 8, 9, 10 win team every year, mm -hmm. but it's consistency. And yes. I don't think you have that Anderson setback. I don't think you have the early years of Paul Crisp, which we're mostly good. But right. nonetheless, I think, uh, I, I yeah, I don't know. I'd be curious to see. There's another There's another world where he's still the head coach, and I'm curious how good this team is. That's right. I don't know if their college football playoff good, but they are still very good. Hey, Metro Ford of Madison is Madison's trusted Ford dealership. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Ford, Metro Ford of Madison is the place to go. Visit Metro Ford of Madison on the east side today and find this month's specials and browse their inventory at MetroFordofMadison.com. Good call, bad call. We'll tell Colin Russo right after this. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. The countdown to kickoff continues next. You're listening to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day as speakers are just falling here on Regent Street. We're partying too hard. Alex Strofe, Brad Nortman with you. Live at our ESPN Wisconsin College game day tailgate. Brad, you okay over there? I'm good. I think the speaker is okay. Is your microphone okay? There yeah, we go. Can you hear me? Again. I got you now. This, yeah, the speaker took a little bit of a tumble, but looks tough. Good. I'm glad to hear. Uh, nice catch. Almost you caught it before, too. I, yeah. mean, we're on a I think we're too loud, so these things are just falling off. Whatever. Anyway, uh, planning any event like ESPN Wisconsin College game day can be stressful and time-consuming. The planning, production, and performance offered at Celebrations Entertainment is the best in the business. Award-winning DJs, photo booths, MCs, and a benefit auctioneer will be on your team to help create a lifetime of memories. To have your guests say, it was the best party ever, visit CelebrationsEntertainment.com. That's CelebrationsEntertainment.com for Celebrations Entertainment. He's Brad Nortman. I'm Alex Strofe. Colin Russo running the show for us back at the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. It is time to play some good call, bad call. Good call. Good call. Or bad call. I got a bad feeling about this. On ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day is brought to you by Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all. I know Carly Rae Jemson is coming to the Sylvie uh, in Madison in a few months. Okay. I think I need to go just to hear her play this song. Man, what a banger. It's a great song. It it's is. It's a great tune. It's aged uh, well. All right, this is Good Call, Bad Call. Colin Russo has a couple of statements for us. He's going to throw them at us one at a time. We will tell him whether it's a good call or a bad call and explain why. Pretty self-explanatory. Colin, go ahead. Yeah, i got a couple of uh, questions for you guys here. But uh, to start, 
You know, every, the first two segments have been all about Brett Bulma and how he's coming back to this game and how it's a huge game for us. Does this game mean more to the Badgers, or I should say, this game means more to the Badgers than it does to Brett Bielema? What are your thoughts? Good call or bad call? Ooh, I'm going to say bad call. I think returning to a place that you spent so much time in and so much effort on and a building you literally lived in for half a year, for multiple years, this means way more to Brett Bielma, although he refuses to say it. I listened to his press conference earlier this week. He's like, nah, this game's about Illinois and Wisconsin. It's not about Brett Bielema. This game's about Brett Bielema. Uh, so I will say bad call. I think this game means a heck of a lot to Brett Bielema. He'll just never admit it. I think it's a good call, actually. Um, I totally agree. It means a lot to Coach Bielema to get the win and to beat his old program. Right. However, I think the implications of for what it means for Wisconsin is even greater. So I think this is one where if we lose this game, I think it goes from, hey, we're feeling all a little bit uncomfortable to like, whoa, uh, this is a little bit scary now. And it goes from, uh, you know, the, the, the program is, you know, in, in, in decent shape, feel pretty good about it. You know, maybe a couple of losses here and there. But it goes from, whoa, what, what it was, what's our identity? Who are we now? Bingo. So the implications of it. Yeah, no doubt about it. I, I, Wisconsin obviously needs a win today. Yep. And there, there's no debating that, right? They absolutely need to get a win today after dropping last week's game to Ohio State after the early season loss to Washington State. Uh, you got to beat Illinois. Um, and, and we will see if they are able to succeed in that regard because if they don't well i think it's a little trouble in paradise then paul chris seat might be getting a little bit warmer as the badgers are seven point favorites today colin what's next coming up next you know huge game last week against ohio state in which the badgers were beat down by the buckeyes i should say uh one thing that i thought was interesting is in the coaching kind of drama or the supposed uh presence of it uh, Jim Leonard, his defense really got exposed by the Ohio State Buckeyes. Good call or bad call, Jim Leonard is not ready to be a head coach. Ooh. Um, I hate to say it, but I will say good call. I, I, I think, and I don't necessarily even think that has anything to do with what happened last week. I think it all has to do with his lack of accepting an opportunity, right? Uh, Nebraska's gunned after him. Uh, you know, even the Green Bay Packers, I know it wasn't a head coaching job, but to elevate where you're at to go be a defensive coordinator at the pro level, decline that job. Um, I'm sure he was in talks before Lincoln Riley went to USC. With USC, there's been plenty of other openings across the country that Leonard has been considered for, and he hasn't really wanted to be considered. So it, it, I, I don't know that it's necessarily he's not ready, but he's not ready, if that makes sense at all. That does make sense. I'm going to say good call. But not necessarily because of how the defense has performed against Ohio State or in general this year. I mean, they're a very solid defense this year for sure. Um, they're not maybe the top five, top ten, top one that they were right, in the last right, couple right. years. But um, what we have to realize is that being a head coach is a completely different skill set than being a defensive coordinator. The recruiting becomes a whole lot more. Coaching and managing coaches becomes a whole lot more important. It's less schematics. It's more media. It's more boosters. The, the job is just way different. I think that's one of the things. When I talk to head coaches and I talk to them about what their experience is like, they miss the X's and O's. They miss sure. time with the players. You're more managerial role. So I don't know if anybody's actually ready for it. Um, and and just, just because of that, I'm going to say he's probably not ready. And, and when I he gets like thrown into it. I like that take. Yep. Yeah, I think he's. You're, I mean, you're never quite ready for it, but you've just shown an ability sure. to, to have some talent. 
That's uh, that's an interesting take. I like that. Uh, let's do one more, Colin. We got time for one more. Sure. This past week, Wisconsin Athletic Director Chris McIntosh spoke about how the Wisconsin football program, the expectations have evolved in the past decade. Sure. And that there's more of expected of the team as it is. Good call, bad call. I'd actually argue the opposite. Wisconsin football programs, the expectations have tethered and kind of fallen off in the last decade. No, that's that's a bad call. Uh, it's absolutely not true, right? Ten years ago, obviously, it was kind of the heyday. That's when you were playing, Brad, at Wisconsin. Uh, kind of the heyday of Wisconsin football, by all means. But the expectations weren't necessarily that was a 10, 11, 12-win team 10 years ago, right? Where now every year that is the expectation for the Wisconsin Badgers to win 10, 11, 12 games. And if that's not happening or if you're not competing against Ohio State as, as they struggled with a year ago or, or a week ago, rather, People are pissed. So, yeah, I, I think the expectations are much higher now. So I will say that's a bad call. I'd say a bad call, too. I think expectations are, are high. They're, they may be as high as they've ever been. I agree. I, when I when I showed up on the scene in Wisconsin, um, the idea of going to a Rose Bowl, it was sort of mythical, right? It was like Barry did it, and those teams that did it were kind of untouchable. So the idea of actually winning the Big Ten, actually going to a Rose Bowl, it seemed like it was a different era, right? It was legendary. But then, you know, we went to three of them in a row. Coach Chris took him to the Orange Bowl and took a 12 and 12 and one season. Won that. So um, hey, we got family walking by here. They're going to the Norman. tailgate. We're going to you're more, a popular more dude. Tailgate. I am. What can I say? This is the ESPN Wisconsin College Norman tailgate. That's like, right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you've invited half the people here. That's I right. Think. That's right. We've got like uh, 400 people here. So and you know everyone. So I know. good for well, you. I mean, I'm just I'm just waving. I feel like the the king right now. Right? Like you right, are the Prince, king. King King Charles. Is that the guy's name now? Is that the the new dude? If you think king, I, I need to work on a king wave. You should know this kind of stuff, Strofe. You're my pop yeah, culture guy. I should, I should know what's going on in another country. <laughs> yeah. i got to be honest. I didn't know Queen Elizabeth was still alive when she died, dog. Oh, wow. Like, that's how little my knowledge is. That is that's pretty little. But I do know but, something, Brad, and that is that Carbon World Health is your complete solution for fitness, health, and beauty. Carbon World Health is the country's first medically supervised spa and fitness facility. They can combine fitness, health, and beauty with cutting-edge science and impeccable service unlike anything you've ever experienced. Redefine limitation in their state-of-the-art fitness facility. Visit CarbonWorldHealth.com for more information. Whoa, baby, what was that? People are excited to get to the camp. Yeah, no Trying kidding. to hustle. Wow. It is chaotic out here. We almost have a car accident going on up the street. Drive safe, people. That's Come right. on now. He's Brad Norman. I'm Alex Strofe. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Just about an hour away from kickoff as we roll on in two minutes. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. The countdown to kickoff continues next. You're listening to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day.